0: This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard, and alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. good everybody. All right. uh, Listen here, you weak, gutted dog. Uh, Where else can we start besides that? Um, It's... It, it's it, a, a, a Ricky Stewart press conference is never boring, but uh, he reached his he reached his apex uh, on the weekend, um, masterfully distracting from a pretty shithouse performance from Canberra, uh, and yeah, this has been the dominant story of the news cycle. I have my opinions on it, and my opinions, Mitchell, are that it is funny. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it for mine too. And obviously, he's going to get like get one game suspension and a twenty thousand dollars fine because so you, you you know you can't call a player. The balance of power is off. You can't call a player a weak gutted dog, especially when it was honestly. I know that the family excuse is funny, but it makes me laugh. It's like I get it. He's something happened with his son, but like you fired back at a twelve year old essentially. That's like <laughs> like twelve year olds going to say dumb shit, bro. That's how it works plenty of dumb shit, so I guess we the start punk. Have you got any grievances for my newer twelve? You'd like to air any twelve year um, olds out there? Trying that... <laughs> to think, uh, I don't have any grievances with another twelve year old. I have a twelve year old grievance which I've never gotten over, and that is that I hate the Pokemon Zubat because it cost me five thousand dollars. Okay, so, explain that. <laughs> okay, all right. So, um, I got like it was like a one of those you entered through a magazine or whatever. It was when the new Pokemon games were coming out. Um. And it was like uh, this this competition that they had in Darling Harbour, and it was um it was like seventy of us playing, and um mm. you started at the start of the game, right? And every hour, um they knocked out ten people, and how they determined it was they added all the levels of all your Pokemon together, and the people with the lowest levels, see you later, like every hour. So you play the game. Um, That's like not even that didn't start equal. People don't even know that you've got a different Pokemon that level faster. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but, you, you know. You would have known that. You're well, right. okay, so I'm doing pretty well. Like, at yeah. every hour, they're cutting 10 people. I'm near the top, near the top. Uh, first prize is, like, $5,000 worth of Nintendo products, trip to Japan, etc. Um, Yeah, last hour, like they did, they did, like, a bell when there was two minutes left as well. So I did yeah. this bell. I'm in a cave somewhere. I try to catch a Zubat. It breaks out of, like, my last three or four Pokeballs, and by the time I get back to the store to buy more, uh, the time I end up losing by like one or two levels. And this Zubat was like three three levels higher than um the lowest ranked Pokemon in my party. So I have harbored a hatred of Zubat ever since. And I already hated Zubat because the things are fucking annoying when you play Pokemon. They are. But, but yeah, so fuck Zubat. That's my grievance from when I was 12. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about Zubats as well is that they actually, that's not a bad, po- Golbat's pretty good. But Crobat's great. Crobat's, Crobat's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like but that's that. that's funny. That's a good grievance. I Thank you. Do you about... have any? Oh, I mean, I obviously didn't like people. I don't like people in general. Well, this stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, like know. anyone. I don't know. There's like okay, I played. I can't remember his last name. Blake, if you're listening, can't stand you still. Guys play rugby with. There you go. Okay, good. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Forget Blake. his last name. <laughs> Fuck you, Blake. Yeah, and that boy's grew up to be. He was Blake a weak gunner. He was one of those giant guys, huge, all the potential in the world, but was an absolute cat. So any of it turned oh, up we were winning. One of those guys. We've all so. played weak gutted dogs. We've all played yeah, with and did, against weak gutted dogs. But yeah, shout outs um, to him. I forget his last name. So it probably helps that I'm not putting no, his last I name. No, I think it's it. probably <laughs> for the best that you don't put that on there. Um, but yeah, um, I found the whole thing hilarious. I also found hilarious that Penrith were looking at legal options. I was like, for what? <laughs> like mm. for getting called a name. Like, yeah, um, I mean, it's one, well, yeah, it's not going to go away that term though. It's just like they've gotta be an investigation. No, God no. this is it's just literally. And look, all right, I, well, I know we have a lot of Raiders fans that listen to this show, and I've had my differences with them in the past, but I've quite softened on the Raiders. I've been wishing them the best this year. Some of their fans saying, Oh, people wouldn't care if this wasn't Ricky Stewart. Yes, I mean, you were wrong you are wrong. No, no coach has ever done anything like this in a press conference before. It would didn't matter. It wouldn't matter who it was. It might not be getting the sort of blow, uh, the blowtorch treatment from talking heads on media panels and stuff, but people would absolutely still be calling other people weak gutted dogs today if Todd Payton had done this or if Justin Holbrook had yes, done this or if any Holbrook. coach had done this. It's, Anyone. But it's like, it's the funny thing about it too. is like, like one of the Raiders guys is like, oh, what if Wayne Bennett said it? It's like, well, firstly, are you, you would ju- never would. <laughs> But it's like, he'd get hammered. People hate Wayne Bennett. What? There was like, like a week-long news cycle when Wayne Bennett violated COVID to go to a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. So, so <laughs> but you know, what he could have got away with if he called him weak and gutless, for example. Weak and gutless. Mm. thought that he would have got away with it. Maybe. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was a, you know, You're right. You are right. It, yeah. But he called him a, weak, a term I'd never heard before in my life, which, I, never. which I, is why I like it. Called him that. And it wasn't even purely based on what happened? That was the funniest part, it wasn't? Then the to that, oh, it's a family reason. It's like, mate, come on, come on. And obviously, we know we don't want to go about going about people who've covered it and defended it since they're not our problem. But mm. that's been hilarious, just to way. And then how it's ended up being a Mark guy fight with Paul Kent. Great, fantastic. Great. Well done, rugby league world. You've really rugby to this one. <laughs> I have given it maximum yeah, they rugby have, but, league but you said it was one of those things like ricky obviously a stupid thing to say and people were blowing it up further than they should have people called oh, like yeah. full season bands yeah. That's always legal do. action I yeah, mean, is there anything that a footy like someone can do that there isn't one someone who's called for a full season ban or a life jail band? jail yeah <laughs> like there's just always fans calling for that kind of stuff but it's like what so ricky would just like not be yeah. on game day whatever deal with it like but um, he only get looks like he's getting one week and a 20 grand fine. Considering how many fines you get in the past, it was nothing. But mm. obviously, it's a bit bigger of a story because of Ricky Stewart, but that's because Ricky has a history. It's the same thing if like a player with a bad record takes someone's head off, we hear about it more. Like, yeah. you can't separate the two. Obviously, because it's Ricky, we get a bigger story, but also because Ricky has some mates in the media who like to defend him a lot, we get a lot more story. But it's just, it is quite funny. The Salmon family are like, man, we haven't heard from Ricky since like then. So, yeah, yeah, but that's the guy. he Is but we know he either loves you or, or hates you, old Ricky. It's like you can be like I, Josh Hodgson; you can beat his house for Christmas on like Christmas yeah. Day, and then like four weeks later, he's like, "Get him out of here, send him to England." <laughs> I also like. I also don't think Jay and Salmon did anything malicious. I think it was entirely accidental. But the whatever. kicking and yeah, yeah, it just happened to hit him in two places. Double, <laughs> like, the old high low, high low. So yeah. oh, I'm with you as well. I don't think yeah. it's really. It was really anything. Look, it just, um, we're already here. We might as well talk about this game. Um, Canberra were great for the first four minutes. Oh, man. It but was then, like, yeah, just obviously, dreadful. you never know who's going to, what camera's going to turn up. But obviously, that first five or six minutes, you're like, shit, there, it's going to be one of those Raiders games. But they yeah. did not put a patch of three good minutes together in the rest of the game. I, I don't understand. Like, I am, this immediately harks back to what you were just talking about with Ricky Stewart and his bizarre grudges. Like, if you're going to drop, Javier Savage, just bring chance back in. Yeah. And I know Albert Whitey's been pretty good. And he, and he's also, he's playing, I think he's going to play this week with, um Cotridge should be out. So I think he'd be in. And then, you know, you, Savage hasn't been light in the world on fire, but he said you do it for a who hasn't been good at fullback this year when he's played there. He wasn't good in the game there. And uh, Hop was good, but yeah, I don't get that. But that's the grudge with Nicole Glockstar who, I don't I think Savage will be back this week and there'll be no Nickel Clockstar. So mm. like what's the point of what's the point of even keeping him there at that point, you know, if, if you're gonna be down that many, you know, that many just fullbacks and not use him. But um yeah, they were just re- they were really poor through this game. There was two Sinbins, Fisher Harris has got himself two weeks for that, and I can't remember what Cotrich has got for his his him getting Sinbind as well. But that Symbian <laughs> period was like that was make or break for the Raiders and it was break and it was, yeah. it was a clear break. They were terrible. Oh, they were like worse I, I, against 12. I personally think a two-week ban for James Fisher-Harris is exactly correct. So uh, yeah. Nothing nothing to do with who they're playing in two weeks' time, but um, yeah, I think that's the right call. There you go. Yeah, um, perfect. There's yeah, exactly yeah, two weeks. Yeah, exactly yeah. two weeks. Um, no more, no less. The weird thing about this is the Raiders are still in the finals. Hunt yeah, because- I, was just, I think this, right, and their fans were going full... Drink bleach mode the other night, and rightfully so. Like, they played like shit. their coach embarrassed himself, all that stuff. But mm. yeah, I like oh, because of the flooring, they have to make up two games on the Roosters, right? I, mm. I, I and, and three on anybody else, so they're not catching anyone else. You wouldn't think they could, it's, it's, it's not if likely you, but they if could. you or if you or us lose every game, but like it yes. does seem very unlikely. Um, yes. but yeah, the Roosters play Souths who always beat them, the Storm who often beat them and the Cowboys who I don't I'm somewhat convinced on but you know I'm currently coming second so three tough uh, games okay, there. here's one for you the Eels have the Rabbitohs yeah Bulldogs the Broncos and the Storm I think they're all, the most likely out of those teams to lose four it's true I didn't even factor in that Paramount could just lose all of their games but even I don't think then, they will but even then did the Canberra have to win all four so yeah, yeah. Uh, well, some people there's lots of ladder predictions coming out now, and people have just like not, like, they don't. The people they're putting their final ladder together, and it's like what you've put together is not possible. It's like you know, keep <laughs> seeing them with like it's got like Brisbane eighth and Roosters, whatever. It's like Roosters and Brisbane switch, which is fine, and they have this eel staying fifth, South being sick, and they had the top four exactly the same. And it's like guys, like for that to happen, you need like fifteen upsets. <laughs> like yeah. you need Brisbane to not win. They need Brisbane to lose to the to the Knights and or well, one of Knights or Dragons and then lose to the Storm and Eels. That's believable. That could happen. Mm. But then you need South to like beat one of the Cowboys and Panthers, lose to the other. You need the Cowboys to lose like two games, but also need the Cowboys to beat the Panthers. It's like people have not not looked at how this could work yeah, out. It's, but the, it's the, just bas- the It's the basketball final system. Yeah, it's like you no, know, you can't just pick the um yeah. the, the way it's going to finish. Uh, Apologies for that. Uh, We lost connection briefly, but we are back. Uh, Mitchell, where were we? Uh, Canberra, they're still going to go on a run, win every game, and make the finals. Well, that's it. They had, like, you know, it's probably not going to make, so they're probably not going to make the finals, but they do have a run and the best run of the teams left. They have the Dragons at home. They have the Knights in Newcastle. They have the Seagulls at home and they have the Tigers in Leica. Considering, obviously, we thought the Seagulls a few weeks ago would be a much better side than they've just what's happened to them since. We didn't see that coming, but it's really realistic to expect them to win all four of those games. Yeah. And Tarpany being out is huge. Yes. I think I think it helped kill them on, on the weekend, but they I can agree. win all four of those games. And the teams above them, as we said, like that, it is probably a situation where someone has to lose three. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, so I don't think any of them are going to lose three, but some, they might, you know? <laughs> so it's not like their season's over. It's one of those things. If the Raiders win all their games, the pressure's on the other teams to... The whole there is like as we said. I don't think the eels are going to do it, but the eels have a tough run. Brisbane could lose three. I mean, they could. You know, south uh, South Roos, won't, go. but they have a lot of hard games. Like South play four good teams in their yeah, last yeah. four matches. So that's it. And, and, I, I, I mean, don't the think Roosters they're going to lose three or four the games. Cowboys, but... right? Then they play the, well, the Cowboys well, now. With the Hastings, is, it's over. The Roosters and South both play the Cowboys as well. So yeah. like, yeah. and they play the Storm and the Rabbitohs. So you got uh, so that's that's one of the things people yeah. were missing in the ladder predictions is that Eels and South play each other. South and Storm you know, play like up. every it's not good team. For all of them. Yeah, and the, and they also play all of them too. It's not possible for these teams to all win. <laughs> like, I'm still not, yeah. We'll get to the Storm later, but they should be yeah. a little bit. I mean, they'll make the finals, but they should be especially with I mean, Hughes but, out for a couple of weeks. But well, yeah. Hughes might only out might only be out for one game, so that was obviously Which is great for them. for them. Yeah, Um I think Nick Maney, They said I think Nick Many would be back this week, and we'll get mm. there anyway. But yeah, it's it's exciting yeah. seeing the ladder like this, and that's um, great. Obviously, I want Brisbane to finish top six. they keep saying, but I've now seen people. I want you to get a home eight. final. But it's, it's, it's I, like I, I, I mean, I I think I, you'll hold the Roosters off because they've just had too many tough games. But yeah, I think you will pip. I think you just got to do enough because you you play. Do you play power again? You do, right? We do. I mean, yeah. It, so it depends. That, on we that, don't know basically, yet. basically that's almost a winner gets a home final game. I reckon. Uh, so. I, I'm almost certain though. I'm almost certain the Broncos will name Tomato Martin today. They have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um and when yeah. na- and when he's named, like I mean tomorrow, as as we know, like, we've difference. already been to it last Makes week for numbers. But he went into Queensland Cup on the weekend and saved like three tries in the same way Tessie lets him in. It was like yeah. he did a weird, like he did a Tessie new audition. Because he wasn't known for his defense team. back in the day either. That's the Dude, other thing. I have no idea who the, like he's nothing like the he's he's still some things, right? But the defensive side of the ball, he's nothing like the player he was. And he hasn't played footy before I don't know what happened. You know, they knocked him into being a better defensive player. I don't know. But, like, I think tomorrow will come back. And I think that's a massive change for Brisbane. And they should at least yeah. win two games, right? And and they win those two games. And maybe they beat the Storm or Para, And then that's pretty much top six. Because it's yeah. not really possible. For, unless everybody goes three and one somehow. Every single team. Yeah, yeah, which I guess that could, can't, no, it couldn't happen because of the Eels, Rabbitohs, well, no, Roosters. Eels, rabbit, it couldn't happen. Souths play both Parramatta and the Roosters and Melbourne play both Parramatta and the Roosters, so it can't happen. It um, can't happen. So yeah, also I think every Raiders fan is that. sitting here right now thinking that, and they're all thinking it's all well and good. All of these scenarios could break exactly how we want them to, leaving us with just needing to beat the West Tigers in the mm-hmm. final game of the regular season and screwing it up. That's what they are all thinking right now. Well, the um, thing is, that the four and against differences aren't that massive. Mm. Like, I know for them to get to Brisbane's 80 points, right? It is. But if you need Brisbane to lose three games and you to win all four, 80 points we be made in, in seven fixtures. Easy. That's probably yeah, true. Right? Yeah, Like, or well, Brisbane lose two games and the Raiders, yeah. they beat one. Well, so, you know, there's still a run there, which is, is really interesting. And there's a long shot of the Dragons or the Seagulls making the finals. but uh, I can't see it. I can't say it. This, I mean, the the Dragons see, like they've already were having a tough year now, but their season officially ended when they had uh Cody Ramsey get injured. Yeah, and then it officially officially ended when um Dane Laurie and Moses and I ran into each other on their last yes. play of their season with the game on the line. Anyway, we'll get there. All right, so let's jump back all the way to Thursday. Um, your boys were well beaten by a resurgent Roosters. Um, now we're doing that whole thing and myself included in the media where we're running all these quotes from the Roosters players and Trent Robinson talking about how they're not satisfied and that they're only just getting started and all this stuff. And I knew all this was going to happen mm-hmm. and I'm already upset about it. Phil Gould saying they're the only team that can beat Penrith, all this shit. Oh my God. Oh, I hate it. I fucking hate it. But yeah, they've they they they've worked it out. They're going to be annoying in the finals. Well, it took them all year. They'd be in a better spot if they just played. Luke Heary six and Sam Walker seven. Yeah, no <laughs> like, shit. It's one of those funny times. Like you know, we know all these great coaches, and they've all been it. Like there's been years when Bellamy stuck with Croft for the entire year and put Hughes in for the last five rounds. Like, mate, if you did that earlier, who knows? And the same thing with the Roosters this year. It's like, well, if they did that earlier, I know why the reason why they didn't in their heads. But if they did that earlier, they're probably sitting further up the ladder. Uh, but my other favorite thing in this game, Bung is, is and we predicted it when when they signed him. But just how angry people get about their club potentially signing Matt Lodge and about three weeks later, like, you know, uh, hes uh, I don't know really who condone him as a person, but he's, uh, he's pretty good. He's, uh, yeah, he's pretty good. It's like, yeah, we're all hypocrites. And that's why people shouldn't be out there. If you're not going to stick to it, right, don't be out there banging the drum. You know, you're, you're putting yourself up to tests and challenge. You don't have to. let us I've said it before. Like, I don't think he's gone. Not my problem there. And I'm glad I didn't stop supporting Brisbane when he was there. Because, like. The Broncos have, have been part of my life since I was in my, you know, infancy. Mm-hmm. This game against the Roosters is actually a really good reminder, and you know, like realized through coronavirus and similar, and and another period, I've act- it's actually been this is a bit of a personal bit. It's been a strain on my dad's relationship not having the Broncos. You know, yeah. There's been because we always go to Broncos games. Me and him, it's been a thing we're doing, and. I don't know. We just didn't hang out as, as, a, as ourselves without the Broncos. And then I realized it's on th- Thursday, I actually didn't mind the hate the game that much. Cause it was like, oh, me and my old man hung out for the first time. We did it. The Eels game, you were there too, but it's like, we never hang out anymore. And we do that. And it's like, yeah, that, that team's important to who I am, despite as a, I wish it wasn't because it, the results aren't in my hands. But I'm not yeah. going to leave that behind because they signed someone like Matt Lodge, despite what he is. You make your, un- you make your dissatisfaction your unrest known. But he will come and go and your your club's gonna be the favorite and bad characters will come and go. I feel the same way. Uh, yeah. very similar as well. Like obviously I talk to my grandparents a lot, but yeah, miss it. I thoroughly miss going to footy games during COVID. And yeah, it's not I don't think it's the same like people liken it to not listening to a band anymore or watching a certain actor. It's I don't think it's the it's same not. thing at all because that is a person, or in the band's case, an extension of one person. It's a person. The, whereas this is a sport it's not like the Beatles not that they've done anything wrong, but it's like the Beatles are a rotating cast of musicians that changed every couple of years. They're not the Mouseketeers, basically, is what I'm saying. Like, whereas a sports team, you're right. You're cheering for the team at the end of the day, not the individuals. And obviously, you you like the individuals and you want good character individuals at the club you support. But, I mean, you're lying to yourself if you don't think your club has shitheads on it, like all of us. Um, um, And And that's unfortunate. Or if it hasn't had one or won't have one in the future, who, if if you even go now on my team, hasn't got a a guy with a, you know, An off-field record it's like well you've had them and you will have them and it sucks but that's the reality of being a fan of anything not just yeah like like you don't need to go to a dragons game in 2022 with a banner saying de bell and de beast you don't need to do that yeah exactly but um, (laughs) but you can still what like support St george just because they yeah have a player like that on their books and uh so anyway the roosters this this game like i realized like when we were to podcasting last week, I thought we are gonna lose this game, but I realized on like Thursday, I'm like, wait, we've named like the same team. That the loss against the Roosters in round five is what turned the season around for Brisbane. But then I saw I was like, wait, we've named the same team. <laughs> we've like gone back, we've brought back Turpin, we've got Tessie at fullback. It's like I was like, Oh no, this is the same team that like in and in that game they picked apart Tessie with their kicking game. And whilst it's not his fault we lost this fixture, like when the game started, the Roosters were smoking Brisbane through the middle. The The problem is, is like they put pressure on and the valve cracks and the valve that cracked was Tessie again, like their first try comes after he takes a bomb, like that was landing like two meters out. takes a bomb back into the end goal, which can happen, but it's like, just didn't have the awareness to just like dive onto the ground outside of the end goal. And he tries to beat Angus Crichton who gets him and he got lucky. He slammed the ball down and lost it. But he slammed it down in the end goal when he's trying to slam it out. But then and the Roosters got the repeat possession, scored off that and they, they got a few more repeat sets off Tessie's kick defense and they just cracked through and the game was over in 15 minutes. But the moment he... Oh, he's right in front of me. He took that ball back in the end goal. I was like, oh no, we're getting one of those nights from Tessie. We've lost. Yeah. Not that we can't win with him. Even though I've been to this Prisman of 7-2 with Tamari, they're now 4-6 and six with Tessie. It's a huge swing just with the how the whole defense works. But we can win with him, but You've got to go pretty per- things that are pretty perfectly, and they didn't. And it's not his fault because the I thought the forwards were garbage in this game. And I'm really disappointed in, in Payne Haas the last couple of weeks, not because he hasn't looked like – he's really a great ball carrier, has been. But the areas what made Payne Haas Payne Haas, what made him being the $1 million player that he wants to be, are those effort areas. So there's plays you see him doing when he, like, chases someone yeah. down or, you know, someone breaks a line and he makes a weird tackle diving out and grabbing someone or similar. Yeah. Whereas that same player last week, just like Tessie watched one-on-one Zay going run over Corey Pakes. In this game, just like Tessie walking in the background when they get Crichton one-on-one with Adam Reynolds. Mm. And whilst those things are not specifically his job, other front rowers, just whatever, Not but Payne in the past would have been involved. And he was not involved in those instances. And same thing, when we played the Roosters early in the year, there was a try he saved when... They beat the first line of defense. They went through a hole next to um, I think I can't remember who was on the left-hand side. But was it Billy Walters, maybe actually at six that game? I can't remember. But uh, they went through a hole there and and caught Payne Hass one of his diving one-hand tackles like five metres out and stops a try. And it's like, yeah, those things have not been there the last few weeks. And it just it's starting to feel like in my head with how he's playing that it probably is on his way out the door at the end of the year. And it's not, again, Those are the bonuses of having pain, but those are what made him worth what he was to Brisbane. And he didn't play that well in this game. Wasn't even that good with the ball in hand, but they got smashed at the point of contact. I thought Tom Flegler was the best Bronco, but only played 35 minutes, which I thought was strange. Didn't like Turpin starting over Billy Walters. I don't know why Corey Pacis run over once means he's not good enough anymore. Uh, And then the Roosters... Looked like at back at their best with the way mm. their forwards rolled down the field, despite having that weaker bench. Doesn't matter when they flattened us. Cor- Connor Watson played like the player they thought they signed. Radley had his best game of the season. Luke Kirby had his best game of the season. But they went down. They went downhill, and all of a sudden you had Tedesco doing Tedesco things. You know, breaking four thousand tackles, supporting lots of second phase play, and he's they, pretty good. And really, the Roosters could have won this game by a lot more than they did. They I really could have. They they people were having a, like, Broncos fans are upset with Tony Stagg's defense. It's like, maybe he got beaten once. Like, they went that way all night and dropped the ball. Like, whatever. And I did see a lot of people saying that too, that, oh, katoni has been average in attack since Origin, which is true. But what happens since Origin is that Tamari Martin got hurt. Yes. And one thing Tamari was doing really good on top of his good, his good play defensively at the back, he hasn't run the ball well. He's not going to be a good ball carrier ever but he was getting nice clean early ball out wide there's not a coincidence he was in the side where there was like more breaks for Herbie and they're getting coats and cobo and stags and you know stags cobo was like looking one of the best wingers in the in the country when tamari was there it's not a coincidence again that when that goes away that, that the performance dips and i thought that was part of that too but yeah they just got stomped and people were riding. it's just funny we live in the moment we really do but people writing the obituary of the Brisbane season in this game, just like they were doing it for mm. the Eels two weeks ago. Now the Eels are apparently also premiership contenders and the Broncos might miss the eight. It's like Brisbane have three games in a row at home now. They have their Knights right now. They win that. They, they beat the Knights and the pressure's back on everyone else around them. You know, And mm. everyone else around them is playing each other. And I don't think they'll beat the Storm in two weeks, even though the Storm are as weak as they've been. The Storm have almost all their troops back. So, and I think drum Hughes will play. They're not the same side they were three weeks ago. They didn't play like it on the weekend either. don't know if they'll beat them, but if they win one of that and the Eels at yeah. home and then go down to Wollongong and win against drag the Dragons last round, they're firmly top six. Yeah, they're fine. They'll be all right. I don't know if they'll be top yeah. six just because of the way it's all going to shake out, but they'll make the finals. So I mean, if they win th- three of those games, if they win three, they'll make the top six. just I purely think that's probably it's, true. It's, it's, yeah. It's just not really that possible for the other teams. To well, do, no, to, Parramatta, to Souths, and Roosters all cannot also win three games. They can't because exactly. Parramatta, they all play each other. So that's yeah, literally Brisbane not possible. And Brisbane only—it's going to be tough for Brisbane to catch the Roosters or even the Rabbitohs. For, sorry, the Rabbitohs over the Roosters four and against. But mm. the Eels a are, are win ahead of Brisbane and only three points points3 points ahead yeah. of them. So yeah, yeah. if Brisbane end up level with them on points, very likely um, their four and against is better than theirs. All right. Why and didn't Adam Reynolds play in this game, by the way? Um. yeah isn't it funny <laughs> uh, we're at this point now and we'll have it again later we're at a, we're at a point now that every yeah. it's the same thing when when teams get smashed yeah. halfbacks don't it's look great. good when they win they look great so yeah, we're still oh. at the point of discourse so that we'll Lachlan Ilias has done nothing in a game that matters <laughs> but people uh, will go oh man Ilias was great this week when they beat team like the Warriors and people I saw Ilias Broncos st- got pounded they're like where was Adam Reynolds like boys well, I, I saw Lockland Ilias tackle a back row to save a try so yeah, yeah. yeah. well there you go yeah the, um, I'm obviously joking. I know you are, but, um, but uh, yeah. Um, hopefully, they finish top six. Obviously, mm. we'll take a top eight start of the year, but they've played too well to, to fit. Like, I won't be too sh- happy. It to would be a eight. little bit of a shame if you didn't get a home final after all this. It would be a bit. I of I mean, a shame. They've, they've played too well, and also again, it's just one of those years that like their record. But, yeah, like a team might finish with 15 wins and finish seventh again. Well, let's just like, both <laughs> finish in the top four. That's still on the table. Oh, I do don't. I, I don't really care about the top four. I, I do think i well, to think I don't want to finish fourth. Right, That's what I started get to think, Tonked by Penrith. Yeah, you just get like you just get in yeah. tonked by Penrith in round one. Why don't you just, just yeah? But just, just because of the I way don't. the way their season's going, I I feel like yeah. they'll be a bit back up more up for that first game than they have been in prior years of the finals. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, all right. Um, Storm Titans, I I refuse. I mean, yeah, I had enough of them. Just get them out of my face. Ken Munster was awesome. Um, he was great fullback. We all know Jerome about. Hughes got hurt. But thankfully, will only be a week, maybe two, so that's good at least. Noffaluma bombed a try, an easy try. <laughs> he sure did. Um, what else happened? Aaron Booth's knee injury was sad. Um, but I mean, lucky for him, now he doesn't have to play for the Titans anymore, so that's yeah, I mean, kind of yeah. good, kind of good. It obviously looked terrible, but then it's one of those ones. It's oh, it's just as bad yeah. as it looked. He's broken everything you know everything's done and um i don't think he had much of a first grade future but maybe if he played well enough he would have got another a contract so i feel sorry for him in that regard but um yeah no more um, at least then- he did play for the fight for the rest of the years you said brandon smith should be in jail for that hip drop <laughs> yeah, he got the got the right uh resonance. I cannot but like obviously there are I'm not going to name names but there are certain social media accounts that just you can always rely on to have the wrong opinion about literally everything related to this sport like they're just mm. always fucking wrong. And one of those accounts was like, "Oh, the NRL making sure the Storm are at full strength not suspending Brandon Smith. It's like he literally just got back from a 3 week suspension." Yes. What and the like- fuck are you talking about? And again, we need another name for these tackles that are any yeah. other like this because it's not a hip prop again. But mm. if you watch it, like he, he got what he deserved—the penalty and a grade, you know, a lower grade charge. Like, come on, he, he ended up in the wrong position, so he deserves that. He left his feet, but he dove yeah. and grabbed with his hands at the pants of Tino, mm. and then ended up going through him, and that was bad. But that's all it deserved. Didn't he? I don't think he going to miss the game for that. You know, so didn't they got the right result there? As he says, people think there's some weird storm bias, pro storm bias, like the NRL, which like, is obviously really not need, true. We really Again, need to get bigger. I Melbourne. think I've I think <laughs> I've made this point on here before, but like people always say, oh, the league's rigged for the Roosters in the storm. It's like if the NRL could choose to rig the game, they would rig it. So like Parramatta Souths. The Bulldogs and the Broncos were the best teams every year. You think that's they wouldn't what they want would to do? Give the Titans one year, they wouldn't go. Fuck, we need the Titans. And yeah, I was going to say. Year. And if they were going to rig it for a team outside of those traditional, like big fan base powerhouses, to be successful in a sort of another area of the country, it wouldn't be Melbourne, who have been perpetually good for twenty years. It would be the Titans or the Warriors, for that matter. So yeah, idiotic, but whatever. Yeah. That uh yeah, I mean they obviously looked a bit better in this game. They had um Xavier Coates come back who looked like he got hurt and he was fine. But it's again, it's hard to have a bromide on just how bad the Titans are. The Titans yeah. have lifted for Brisbane, because that's what they do, and have not played a single like good minute of football outside of that game. Yeah, uh, it's bullshit. We only get to play them once. That's not fair. Yeah. Okay, like, like, like it's just one of those things like they really truly could be zero wins. Like they're like minutes yeah. away from being a zero win side yeah. this year. It's like, even, like, is, it's to they like just didn't win these games. Like, no, they were pretty much trailing every game with well, like One was two, two Golden go. Point, the eight six debacle. Point, oh, no, eight, six, sorry, yeah. uh, who was the other win? No, the Warriors, where they were like yeah. 20 they won by two points. Yeah. So it's like yeah, they really could have easily lost all those games. Uh and it, the main fun of this game was purely just the Cam back to fullback thing. Is like many of us all think you like, I'm of the same opinion that he would he's a better fullback, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean he should play there. It's easier to find a good fullback, as I've shown, than it is to find a good six. But I still enjoy that every time he goes back there, he just brains it. It's like he hasn't played fullback, started at fullback for like five years now. Yeah, and he goes back and just so brains good. it. It, so was, it, was, it was ridiculous quirks. Like, you, you've, sure, I'm sure you've got teams like this as well. Like Souths play the Titans once every year. Like last year was the first year they played the Titans twice since 2014. Yeah, every uh, It's the shark. We never play the Sharks either. Like we play the Sharks once a year every year as well. I don't know yeah, how it works. Is, Ours are the sharks and the tigers. Uh, I the thought it sharks was all based were... on ladder positions, right, from the previous year. But then no, it's no, like it's we so. always play the roosters twice. We always play the bulldogs twice, like always. So, so we're, we're up to playing the sharks twice. Once the sharks got good after 2016, but uh... before then it was like once a year. But it's 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 some you know things we don't see, groupings we don't see. But the Broncos like never play the Tigers. as You said once a year forever. Like the Tigers, I think that's we played. Th- the Tigers have been around what? How many more years than the Titans? Yeah, how, like, how many is it? It's like it's okay. It's like five or six more years than the Titans. We've played yeah, the Titans more than right. we've played the Tigers. That's weird. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, Titans was oh. Titans was oh seven. I, yeah, it was 07. Yeah. So the t- Titans have been around seven years less than the Tigers, and we've played them more than we've played the Tigers. Um, the first time Souths ever played the Titans, uh, you'll remember the incident. Uh Jamie mm. Lowe got sent off for king hitting mm. Brett Delaney. I do remember, remember the that? incident. He said he yes. grabbed, he grabbed, he grabbed, he grabbed his testicles, and so I king hit him. Yeah, but, and, uh, um, cr- yeah. yeah. Like Brisbane always, obviously, you always play your local derby-ish teams twice. But the teams that Brisbane play twice that you know wouldn't fall, fall in that basket are generally like Parramatta. Like you know, there's obviously Brisbane have had things with the other Queensland teams, and they've always played like the Roosters twice or similar. But you wouldn't tick Parramatta off as like one of Brisbane's traditional rivals, but they play Parramatta more than any other team in the NRL. Mm. Weird. So, All right. yeah, it is weird like that. But... Uh speaking of Parramatta. Big mm. win for them. They sorely needed this. Um they were down for parts of it. They started well and they finished well. The little bits in between weren't great. Um C-Vo's try was awesome. But yeah, uh, that's probably it for Manly season. Derailed by a uh, rainbow jersey. This was an was awesome whole, game. whole thing. Yeah. It was it was it was fantastic. I know the score line looks like it was a bit of a blowout, and it did end up like that towards the end. But for the first, like 50 minutes. It was end to end, and it was proper end to end. That first half, it felt like any time the team spread the ball, they broke the line. Like it felt like every every spread, they broke the line. And when when Sevo scored those first two, you thought this looked ominous. But Manly probably dominated the run of play for the rest of the first half. And then there's Wanga Blake's put down is one of the best I've ever seen. Ridiculous, yeah, ridiculous. And I love that his eyes are like closed, whatever. Who cares? It was was fantastic. Over the sideline, knee almost on the ground. Uh, great try, and then Sean Lane, the Lane train. He might be like, he's, is he going to win their Player of the Year, like for their club? I think he might. Sure. I thought they just gave it to Clint Gutherson every year so that he didn't get upset. Yeah, but he's he already signed his contract, so they've been to Sean oh, Lane and okay. gives the ball to okay. Clint Gutherson. But he <laughs> okay, he, good, he was good, fabulous again in this fixture. um But yeah, it's the best footy the Eels have played in a few weeks, and without Moses, it's pretty impressive. And obviously the. um the Jacob Arthur stuff's gone a bit too far this week, but I think people have been looking for some good Jacob Arthur news considering that guy's been, I don't know, he's been kicked for literally no reason other than being the coach's son. So, Yeah, it's not his fault. Um, also, I was told by many Manly fans that this Ruben Garrick character was as oh good a fullback God. as Tom Tavojevic, if not better. So, um, he, I'm obviously going to had- paraphrase. I know. know. he had been having a good season? My lord, he was bad in this game. That try Gutherson scores, where he runs around in like a traffic cone, is not great. Yes. And Garrick's got more pace than Gutho as well. So it's bizarre. Morgan Harper might be the slowest man alive, though. That's for that's- sure. Is he playing for Ireland? Did I read that? I don't know. Maybe you read him that. Him and Luke Keary, but- team and I. Yeah. But yeah, um, they lost here in four, which is probably another thing that doesn't help the rest of their season. Uh, but the Eels had joy. Everyone they went left, they ran like that channel around, like DCE or and Kola, and they had joy every time. And um, they were, it was, it was better. It was nice to see the Eels play more expansive early, because I think some of their problems when they were playing Brisbane, I think a lot of their problems came from they wanted to get to a point and then have a set play, and they were working sometimes. But it was like, guys, just it's it's on for you Then the left, the whole field. Just go, yeah, just go left, you know. And the eels in this game moved the ball around a lot better, I thought. Um, and I think yeah, Gutho had some mistakes defensively again. He just he's allergic to bombs at the moment, but his best game with the ball in hand probably all season. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I like seeing Seaway score tries. How about you? I just like it. It's, it's fun. fun. I wish And he, sh- and he, he likes them for us. Yep. Yeah, and he, and, he um, and there's some business decisions, but he's running like he and he scores tries in sp- in like little narrow spaces. People are afraid of him. Like, you know, every now and then he has, like, this second try he scored in this game is, like, he's running down the tightrope down the left-hand side. It's like he only scored that because they were afraid of touching him. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why I oh, know other wingers get those, because other wingers just, you know, people go and try and hit him. Whereas when a Sevo, they choose space over hitting him. But, yeah, really good game from the Eels. If they play like they played in this game... You'd back them to grab, jag a few more from here, but that's easier said than done for how the Eels play. I, for one, don't hope they play like that on Friday. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I just thought their pack, their starting pack, was just awesome. I thought they were really good, and I don't and think really good. like oh yeah, obviously Mitchell Moses is a massive loss regardless. And when they're going well, Arthur will go well. But I thought Dylan Brown really stepped up, and that's what they're going to need the next couple of games is a bit more from Marnie, more from Guffo, more from Brown, and yeah, if they um you know if they if they win what, two games are pretty much secure? Yeah, they'll be fine. Fifth or sixth, which is a pretty good turnaround for their season because they were sitting a bit lower in the eight earlier in in the year. While we're on para, we should talk about the Isaiah Papali stuff. I mean, how is this still a thing? Like, I don't want to talk about, like, the speculation around. I want to talk about how five years after the Daily Chair and stuff, that this is more than five, actually, how we're still having these stories like we did with Matt Burton last year and now this, where... This dude signed a contract last November, and we're like, yeah. "Oh, we're gonna wait and see whether he agrees to do the thing that he signed a contract to do next year." And he's like, yeah. "Oh, I'm gonna wait till the off seasons and and think about it." It's like, leave it up to my manager to figure out. He said, "It's like, no, no, it's it's figured out, bro." Yeah, you signed a contract, but then apparently on yeah. the same day, he told said in a different interview that he was looking forward to working with Benji and Tim Sheens. Yeah, it's like he like, obviously got um. It was obviously selectively cut together how it was presented. Oh yeah, I think. But so. he did, but he did say, "Leave it to my manager." And you'll see. yeah, he literally, there's no amount of editing that can get around literally being asked, "What are you going to yeah. do?" And him not just saying, "I'm going to the Tigers." Yeah. And look, and, uh, if you're and saying, "Oh, I'm sick of people coach, talking about right? this, all this, blah blah blah," it's like, well, there's an easy way that you can get people to stop talking about this, and that's to just say, "I'm going to the Tigers." Well, the weirdest thing about it is like that's exactly the thing. If you wanted to state the eels, why aren't you just say you're going to the Tigers still? Just say it. Yeah, whatever. He has, really as, you, as we know, he hasn't got much choice. Like it's not how it works anymore. And if he was going to stay at the Eels, it would take the Tigers, letting him out of that deal. And Which, I don't. He, they are doormats, no, no, but no, no. not even they are that. No. Soft. Not. And, and I've seen some of the upsets. With Tigers fans going, see, this is what happens when you let Alloy A and whatever everyone else leave. It's no, it's not. It's very different. It's not the same thing. The club don't go. Oh, we can play with the Tigers because we let let those guys go. Heat's Having said that, if you if you were going to do that. The Tigers is the club you would pick. Yeah. Yeah, but, they are, did, but there was a year there when they... They like, are a bunch of weak that, gutted but... dogs. They, well, I mean, but, Latrell's the, pe- the, like, top, the Raiders were that as well, though, right? Yeah, At one point. yeah that's true. Well, I mean, like, basically, Latrell's... They use the Tigers as leverage for that, right? Like, Yeah, the Tigers was an interesting one. Like, they used good leverage, yeah, because... They used, actually, teams. Alex Johnson as well. Yeah. So often <laughs> well so often teams would use or agents use like the Broncos or the Roosters or someone for leverage. Mm-hmm. And it's like the trolls linked to the Broncos at one point and that and no one believed it. It's like, yeah, how are they going to pay him? Where's he going to fit? But the Tigers is a smart one. Same with Johnson. People can easily believe that the Tigers are going to overpay someone to go play there. It's true. So see, I'm glad see, they didn't. The, and now yeah. Alex Johnson is going to break Ken everyone's record get your catch ball merchant shirts, Rabby League Merch.com. <laughs> um <laughs> He only caught and fell over the line once on Saturday, Mitchell. Even though we scored forty-eight points, I was so angry at Dalvin. You absolute prick! Like <laughs> this, your team <laughs> is phoning it in. You're down five hundred nil. Johnson's jogging towards the try line, not even like looking, and you come from mm. nowhere to make the, the greatest cover tackle of your life and rob him of a try. What are you doing? Yeah. <sighs> this game was over when they named Wade Egan in the halves. But yes, sometimes you was, wonder if the if the team comes in like if you guys come mm. in just thinking in a win and maybe yes. the Roy's fine. No. and then instead Cameron Murray no. had three try assists in ten minutes. Yeah, so. no, you guys you guys went in with an intention to rack up that four and against bonus. And then I was smart decision to take the troll off, honestly. I was I was wondering if he got off at half time. Just don't mm. risk him was like not even risking his injury, it's like don't risk him hitting someone, doing something stupid, whatever. Just get him off the field, game's over. But yeah, DW is it the whole game they were like inviting you through. He pulls like one of the tackles of the year off to stop Johnson. Like what? <laughs> like so, so so annoyed. Yeah. That was <laughs> a great tackle. Uh, great tackle. Um, yeah, Luttrell was awesome. That try was sick, Skittled a bunch of what was it? A foa and um who was the other one that he steamrolled. He steamrolled a couple of forwards and it was just made them look uh, very pedestrian. It was it was funny. Like Reese Rolls ran at him and then was like, Are you stupid, Reese? Like, are you gonna smash yeah. him? And they pushed off like a lemming, and then it was yeah. Torhu and Bunty he went through. Yeah. And they had no interest in making that tackle with the scoreline as it was. <laughs> they were like, "No, <laughs> no yeah, you, well, you good? The law, trick. maybe you could control a few guys." Um, yeah. Then he squirted Mark Nichols with a water bottle on the sideline, which was funny. That um, was funny. The, yeah. South South played. Fine. I don't know how much you can read into a game like this. Like, this was the game we all knew. This was yeah, it was nice to have a little 2021 throwback where we couldn't, where I, I couldn't find any value in the same game multi because every South try score a bet was like twenty. No. Mate, AJ Johnston? was $4.50 to score a hat trick. To score a yeah. hat trick, yeah. yeah, and he scored one, but he was at like a dollar. I saw people sharing it like a dollar 25 yeah, to, yeah, to score crazy. one try, and he almost did not. He did, obviously, but yeah, like, um. I guess for the, for South, the main things you can take away, really, there's something really take away. I think the main thing you take away is that Isaac Thompson got his debut and looked okay. And I think he's playing again this week. And maybe he can be a bit of a solution to Campbell Grains back. Dodgy, dodgy neck tattoo, though. Terrible neck tattoo. Really, really bad, but yeah, happy and, for him. Yeah. And he made a, well, I think a poor defensive read really early, but then he smashed Reese Walsh late with a, with a really good tackle. Mm. Who, um, yeah, people are crazy. It's sometimes, it's a real sight into if people actually, can work if, if I think they're watching rugby league mm. or if they're not. And I think one of the ones that came out of this game was oh, if Broncos fans think Tessie's defense is bad, what about Reese Walsh's? Reese Walsh tries. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, no, 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 no. none of us are knocking Tessie New getting beaten one-on-one. And I don't knock many fullbacks for that, mate. Reese Walsh got run over like five times in this game. That's going to happen when you try. That's mm. the big difference. When Tessie's nowhere in position... Or T- Reese Walsh trying, that's the difference. And the other difference is willingness and effort. You can back someone to improve on top of that. If Reese Walsh keeps trying, likely he'll get better at it. And it's just not trying. It's like, that's enough. People say that stuff. Or when people used to pull up like missed tackles for fullbacks, it's like, yeah, you don't understand the sport. If you think missed tackles matter for fullbacks, you don't understand the sport. Because anytime, anytime a fullback pulls off a one-off-one tackle in backfield, it's a bonus. It's not supposed to pull those off. And you think Reese Welsh at his size was going to stop like the trail. Good. But he also did actually stop some points Late in the game. Like he chased a kick when you guys put a grubber through and defused a trial similar. But yeah, thought that was ridiculous. And he played, he tried the whole game and looked, looked lively in this game. But uh yeah, the Warriors uh counting down the end of their season. So called them the second worst five-win team of all time. I can't call them the worst one. But uh, <laughs> after you corrected me last week, but They'll back on their bullshit this game. And I think they'll change it the 17 again this week. But I don't think we any any different results for the rest of the year from them. No. Uh, we talked about Raiders, Panthers already. Um, the Sharks, they they won a fiery local Ugh. derby. Um, Tarek Sims, jail. Straight to jail. Yeah. That was bad. I thought he was going to get sent off purely because Connor Tracy was unconscious on a stretcher. And also because it's Tarek Sims. Well, that, I mean, it was a combination of the injury being bad, the player being a known hothead, and it being a penalty um yeah. yeah i really thought it was gonna get sent off um oh well this is a real bludgeon but this one thing like we've said a lot about the sharks this year they've won some really ugly games and played really poorly to win those games but they've won them and that's gonna end up buying themselves two chances in the finals like i still don't think that like on any given day i think i still take like almost the rest of the top eight against them Uh um, like to beat them like and it, and if yeah. you're finishing the bottom half of the eight, you want to play them in the second week of the finals if they lose. But they keep uh, winning these ugly games, don't they? I think that... Yeah. I think that's reasonably fair. Um, I think I think they're better than the Cowboys, to be honest. But, um, yeah, just winning ugly. Good. of a good yeah. team. And, look, it doesn't matter how form is. Local Correct. local divers are always tough games. Um, and, yeah, they yeah. did enough. Um, I think... Um, uh, it was nice to see Kay Dykes on debut. That's pretty cool. Um, mm. and I thought Braden Trindle was good deputising for Matt Moylan, who they lost the day before the game. Nico played pretty well. Um, yeah. Nice to see Way Graham get involved. A try. Yeah, but it was like almost all the tries scored in this game came from a terrible defensive mistake. It was not a clean uh, football game. That like it's true. Like Nico Hines just crashed over between two forwards at the start. Braden yeah. Trindle scored his try by like nice Jack ball to his try. Yeah, seemed to leave like 10 metres outside himself And Braden D- Trindle dummy no one And went straight through And But he put a ball in fatigue It was nice But the la- the way the way Graham tried At the end comes off a Tyrell Sloan mistake The Jack DeBellin try Comes off I forget who dropped it from them But it was like Everything was a mistake By the Tau Tau And the, and the Wilson try yeah. It was just one of those games mate. It was just error prone footy And even right to the end The Sharks kept letting the Dragons in And they had nothing They just had nothing And uh Again, you, one of those games. If you're a sharks fan, you chalk the win up and move on. But they've had a few of those now, which does get frustrating. But you're sitting third, like, and it'd be very tough seeing them to fall out of the top four now. Like, they've now got a uh, run home, and they've got um the tigers who with the on Hastings went down. They're a different football side again now. Uh, Manly Bulldogs Knights. Yeah, uh, they're fine. They they'll finish second they, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they got their win over the. Well, that's the thing that we kept saying they'll have a tough part of the draw to come, and then the tough part of the draw they had the storm and the Cowboys without Origin players, and then they lost to the Panthers and beat you guys. But this is not the tough part of the draw anymore. <laughs> that was their tough road. Weird how yeah. the it's just weird how the matchups are falling out. Yeah, it's it's crazy how easy their draw's been, but good on them. Yeah, yeah they got to win those games. Uh, Dragons just terrible, but awful. Well, I mean, and buy it. Fullback's bad, and Sloan comes on, and somehow was like worse. That was a thing. fitting a fitting end to their season. Two players running into each other, and dropping the ball. Yeah, yeah, very fitting. <laughs> um, yeah, the lot yeah, terrible. I, I'm gonna move. We're moving on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this one out here now. Put this it, it's August 9th, twenty twenty two. Yeah, the cowboys are the cowboys are frauds. I don't think they're you, good. I don't you, think they're good. I say that think... for a while, haven't you? I have. I don't think they're good. Every week I watch them and they just kind of like fall ass backwards into a win against the shit team, which is inexplicably in Queensland because they play in Queensland every single week. They never seem to play any of the good teams. Uh they get bullshit decisions going in their favour every week. Like this, that was, was a textbook double movement which got given as a try when they were losing in the second half. Um, I don't know. Like every week I look up and it's like they beat the Cowboys or the Knights or someone. Yeah. So they can't uh, be the cowboys. The dragons or the knights or someone. I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not convinced by them at all. I think uh, this next month is going to tell us a lot about them when they play Penrith South and the Roosters. I just it's just funny. They think they're persecuted because the referee dared to call a forward pass when they were down by 30 points and came back against the Roosters like a decade ago. they think they're persecuted mm-hmm. by the referees. As you said, like it wasn't a traditional looking double movement, but Luch scored off a double movement. It was his elbows hit the ground he was on his side and then he put his hands looks head of the ball over his over his head put it down that was a double movement uh the bulldogs came out of the blocks and were, were on top of the game early like the Ado try after a minute was embarrassing for the the um the cows D then Burton scored scored a nice try but yeah um, I don't think they're as fraudulent as you think they are but there's definitely been some games there that they've just not only have they like, you know like, they've played the West Tigers four times somehow. And yeah, them. but they, like, they've obviously got that free anything. win in that game where it weren't good. The Dragons, they were struggling through and ended up winning by 30 somehow. You know, when they played Brisbane, Tamara Martin gets injured after 20 minutes, you know, uh, and they've just had, that's the game Reynolds came back for as well. But like, they just seem to have things fall in their favor. They beat they beat the Seagulls again where the Seagulls scored the same amount of tries as they scored. Oh, yeah. So I get what you're saying. Like, they haven't, they haven't played South. They got tonked by Penrith. They got tonked by Cronulla. They got tonked by the Roosters. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they beat Melbourne, but like that Melbourne team had a back line of Meanie, Aremia, yeah. Seve, Olam and Quartes and a yeah. bunch of forwards. And, and as you as said well. honestly, as you said, it's not even about you've been in the between men the eight, it's about that also derby results don't really count as much for we yeah. <laughs> like beating them. But yeah, they've got um the Roosters now, and then they have South round twenty four and Penrith round twenty five and uh Maybe I'll uh, we'll look stupid when them. they beat South by twenty, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just still not convinced by them. Like every week, I watch, like I'm happy for them. I like the Cowboys. I like that song they play when they win. I like Todd Payton, love Chad Townsend, but like I don't know. I just think they're good, but like I don't think they're the second best team in the NRL. Yeah, I still think there's a bit of a drop from um. From the the Panthers, and I do think there's a lot of sides that I don't back Brisbane against the Cowboys, just, uh, just they just don't turn up against them. That's different, yeah. But but, like... but I do think there's, as you said, any given Sunday kind of thing. Would I take the Roosters, uh, Rabbitohs, maybe even Eels over them? Probably. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing, right? They're playing. They're going to play the Roosters this Saturday in Sydney, and they're going to play Souths in Sydney two weeks after that. I mean, I haven't looked at the odds, but. Presumably they're not favoured this week and they won't be favoured against Souths either. Yeah, well that's that's also one of the bonuses of South's run home is it South you're at a core stadium We don't, the rest leave, of the we don't leave we don't leave we play at you get, Allions West, the last once. round. Yeah. yeah. We play at Wankbest, yeah. Allions, and ANZ. So we don't yeah. leave the we don't leave we don't leave Sydney again. Yeah, and that's an advantage great. for that game against the Cowboys. Yeah, are a dollar Roosters are a dollar sixty favourite. Yeah, there so. you go. That's the big favorite as well as he said dollar sixty. There you yeah. go. And then you play what a core next week, but yeah, you play yep. the cowboys at um a, a core as well, ANZ. Yep. that's an advantage for for and, South. By the way, thank God, any are. other year we'd randomly be playing them in Cairns or some bullshit place. So. Yeah, there you go. But, um, I do think there's obviously some things going really well for the cowboys oh, they're, so a, good they're a good team. they're a but, good like, team, I just, but I just th- I think that they I think that the sharks are getting the media treatment that the cowboys deserve. The Sharks have impressed me at times. The Sharks have showed grit at times. The Sharks have shown their way to battle through adversity at times. Have the Cowboys not shown that? The wait, wait. Have the but Cowboys like, not I don't early... think, I don't think that... I don't think that... I, th- I think a lot of the things that are being said about Canola could be applied more accurately to North Queensland, is my point. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I do think they def I think their defense is definitely it's gone go- off the it's, boil. With um, and then but that, Reuben that, Cotter's yeah. back now. I also so. don't think they're as good now as they were in the first half of the year. Like they were, re- like when they when they pantsed the Eels in that game in Darwin. Yeah. Like I was like, these guys are really good, and they've had yeah. they had a few very impressive wins after that as well. But then it all came to a head with that Penrith game where they got shut out. And whilst they, of course, went on after that and beat a couple, beat up on some shit house teams after that. Yeah, they haven't mm-hmm. really impressed me since. And then I think they, they had that insane comeback win against Manly, which was awesome. Yeah. But then, yeah, you know. Yeah, know. there's still some things like it's really hard to buy into a team and it will change. But when like your, pup, your prop rotation has uh, Tenor Brown and Cohen Hess, it's hard to be really impressed by that. <laughs> you know? um, Griffin Neem was, was like, hey, in this game as well. And obviously, Tal Malala and Cottle are going to play a large bulk of the minutes in the middle. And I thought Cotter was really good against the Dogs uh, but, yeah, I, I get some of that there. And there's also some mistakes in that back line. Like, you know, we know what Scotty Drinkwater is. Scotty giveth, Scotty Taketh Away. The best has the best and the worst moments in the same game. So I get where you're coming from. I do think they've... Um, I personally think they're better than, than the than the Sharks. I think the Sharks' best football was very much the first, like, seven weeks. We haven't seen it since. <laughs> since that Again, game. I feel like a lot of these... I think these, a lot of these terms apply to both of these two teams. Yeah, they Like, do. a lot of the things yes. we're saying. But we're also at the time of year, as we said this last week as well, there's very often this time of year now when good mm. teams are pretty secure. Yeah. They're not playing their best footy. That's true. Right now. But it's I, very, it happens look, very often. Yeah, and because of their amazing four and against, they're top four even yeah. if they lose three games. So yes yeah, so that's but, it. They're yeah. fine. So they'll 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 cruise into the finals and host of, of and that's you. So they don't leave Queensland, mate. They don't have to leave Queensland to the grand final pretty much if they top they, four. If they win the first week. Even a, make... is even a prelim at that stadium? I don't think so. It was a I, bit, don't I don't know because it, it's, it's. I don't know if it, I don't think it is. Maybe it, it is. it would have just, to be right. It's, it's so new. far from yeah. Brisbane. Like I would ride if yeah. I was a Cowboys fan and they made yeah. them play a prelim at SunCorp. It's yeah. a world class- they played an origin yeah. game there, for fuck's sake. Like, surely. Yeah. yeah, it must be up there. But uh, yeah, it's not the same as the old stadiums. So surely it's up there. Yeah, uh, But yeah, I don't know. I think we'll find a lot more about those teams in the goddamn finals. because <laughs> It's, it's, it's actually been true. a tough year for that to know. Uh, like every two weeks, right, we're all deciding who's bad or not. We've had teams, but we've had the Eels, Broncos, Bunnies, Roosters, Storm, Sharks, and Cowboys all written off at certain points of this year. Well, South got written off after that Dragons game. And then since then they have won five out of six, lost coming in golden point where they should have won. Like mm. beat the storm, beat para. Yeah. We'll beat will beat Para again this week. Like, you know, they're going good. Yeah, this week's be obviously a big one for South and Para. Just I mean, there's a couple a couple of big games. The Roosters, Cowboys, and doesn't matter so much to the Cowboys anymore, but it really does matter for the Chooks and I agree um, with that. Brisbane can't drop to the Knights. That's it. Can't do so it. the Panthers Storm could have mattered less to me now, though. Like that is it true. doesn't feel doesn't feel like a real game, regardless, because obviously this, the the pa- pa- Parramatta are lo- Sorry, Panthers are missing Fisher Harris as well now. But as we said earlier, mate, like what a shock. Okay, Cleary's great, and they're going to miss him in Luai, But what a shock! The team's still good. Like yeah, that pack's amazing, you know. But Fisher Harris makes a difference now, so we'll see how they go this week. But the Storm, I don't know. Like, I think again, like against Brisbane, they might be pretty close to. Full strength that's gonna be frustrating for us. Why can't we get them when everyone else got them in the cupcake run? But yeah, they also I wouldn't be surprised if they fell apart as well. The, the Titans is no barometer, yeah, yeah, no, not at all. Oh, well. I don't know, yeah. Look, we're gonna see what happens. You are right, we'll find out a lot more about all of these teams in the final series, apart from the ones that don't make it, yeah. But I mean, we've got a well, even the last coming weeks now, too, there's some mm. there's a lot of good games coming up. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Yeah. Um The Titans are on nines like Sunday game for like, the rest of the year, by the way. I don't know how that well, happened. Well, yeah, it's kinda of like how the hell do they make Tigers nights this one? And apparently it's got like, the worst rating nine Sunday years. I did game read that. Years. Yeah. Uh, the Titans are on the next the two of the next three or three of the next four or something. Like well, it's they, crazy. They didn't flex out of that. They just <laughs> they went with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't don't want to watch that I don't want to watch the Titans Titans oh my god Titans Knights is on channel 9 how did that happen who allowed this that's ridiculous and then yeah uh, and Titans Manly is this Sunday's 4pm game well I do remember them saying well because Brisbane went to this year being bad right it was like the Titans were the good Queensland team remember but no one cares the Broncos still rate more anyway but that's just it who allowed this? Who signed? Oh, no. oh, I mean, it doesn't really affect us because, like, we you know, we have K or whatever, but yeah, anyway. Okay, uh, any other news before we go? Um, some sad news Queensland Cup. Oh, we, we um, didn't talk about the last game made of the weekend, did we? No, we didn't. There's Tigers and Knights. Oh, yeah. Um, Jock Madden gave Andrew Johnson Brad Fittler an aneurysm live on TV, so that was that was funny. That was that was funny. I mean, we knew we've spoken about it plenty of times they were going to be worse without Hastings without the ball distributed in the middle. Oh, my God. Jock Madden showed that he'd spent too much time with Luke Brooks <laughs> in this game. Yeah. Like that, If you haven't watched it again, do yourself a favor and go watch back the last minute of the game, just the last minute, and you watch that. All game, Jock hadn't really been giving decent ball to, to his left edge. He'd been going too early, but this game, Kelma Tolangi makes a break down the left-hand side with like a minute to go, or just under. It's like, what is it, tackle four, makes a break. It's tackled like a metre out. Yeah, nine on three. There's, what, nine Knights plays on the Tigers' left of the uprights where the ball was tackled. Nine on the defensive line. One is out of play. Milford's behind them. So on the right-hand side of the posts, when Jock Madden smartly wraps and calls to the ball first receiver, there is nine Tigers and three Knights. (laughs) And they give the ball to Jock. Jock's so looking right at Adam Dewey, and it's like this is this is it. They're going to level the game or win. And the referee calls six again for the tackle before, and Jock just goes into robot mode and just takes a hit up. Just oh, six more tackles. Oh, we'll set, we'll settle it down. I was like, no mate, no. the best outcome of six more tackles is scoring a try. You know that what you true. could like? You just give like they had by the time he got the ball, it had been pretty much turned into like. Easy points had they'd, they'd already engaged the line. I can't remember who wrote, ran a line out there. And then the rest of the next three tackles they got, uh, Josh Freeman who had a decent debut, sorry, Tom Freiband, um, took a hit up. New Brown probably got from dummy half. And then they spread it left. Adam Dewey, every single time, every single play, of the ball they went the other way, three hands in the air on the right hand side. Didn't go to their best player. And then they lost that. Like the points don't really matter to them, but, but, the, the Knights, like, Joey almost cried when they won the game. That's how desperate they are for a win. But uh, the, the Knights have somehow held on. And the entire game, like, the, the Tigers just terrible again. Once you've just put someone else in that seven or you don't have someone else getting the ball to where it should go, just terrible. Look at the same time. So they look like pre-Hastings. And whilst Hastings isn't an ideal halfback, not an ideal 13, he make, he looks like a genius because all he does is, like, put send the ball where it's supposed to go. Like, yep. I can't believe they didn't figure out give the ball to Adam Dewey. Like, the last... Two, they beat Brisbane and almost beat the Cowboys simply on to give the ball to Adam Dewey. <laughs> you know? And to see what happens. Didn't do it in this game against the Knights. Just, just a disgraceful performance. Oh, wow. Awful. Um, no, it's got another win. Somehow. Yeah, they're they're out of the spoon race now, so they're good on them. Well, it's not even... Like it's just the Titan spoon pretty much, right? Yeah. Well, they could win uh, two games. Actually, they could win. <laughs> They, they're playing the Tigers, aren't they, at some point? No, they played each other twice already. Oh, they have already, Because I, yeah. I remember looking at this. I remember well, yeah, looking the... at Titans Knights as the Spoon Bowl, but now that's not the case. Yeah. And the other thing that they got wrong in this game too is like, again, they got it so right having a ball distributor playing at 13. And then mm. this game, they went back to starting a prop there, Finua Bolle, who just didn't play. For like 30 minutes and never came back on. It's like just putting back mm. on a prop. Let Peachy play 13. I don't know. They would have won that game. They just didn't. Just terrible. Yeah, um, they could still come last. It's not good for them. Well, yeah, but... they were looking like they were going to well, they... be frisky, but yeah. Hastings looks like they won't be frisky the rest of the way. And they play Sharks, Roosters, and then they play the Dragons, not... Dragons and Raiders. So maybe but, they'll win one wish, of those. They only need I to just win wish one more. Paddy game. Carrigan either didn't break Jackson Hastings' leg or broke it earlier. <laughs> you know, a, like, a fair point. Why, why this for the seventy-fifth minute, Paddy? You haven't helped us at all. We, if you did it in the first minute, we would have won. If you did it, if you didn't do it at all, the Tigers would beat some teams on the way home. Instead, yeah. nobody's happy. Maybe you should have read a book about should when have. to hurt people, biology or something as well. I don't know. Yeah. Too much time on psychology. More physics stuff, maybe. More physical stuff. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So as I was saying, sad news out of the Queensland Cup with uh Michael Purcell, he named the Kangaroo Catcher, was died in a car accident on the weekend. Um. I didn't know much about him, Mitch, but did you was this a guy you'd seen in Q Cup? Um. Yeah. Uh, you know, and now it's a dumb term, and it also gets also applied to Indigenous players a lot, but he was a bit of a cult hero for for the Ipswich Jets really was a bit of an embodiment of the football they played for a long time a, a you know a guy with a lot of attacking flair and you don't get a nickname like the kangaroo catcher without being an exciting player on the field anyway but uh it's he died on the way to training i believe mm. It's sad. And he was on his way. You know, He found himself down in Brisbane Rugby League trying to revive his career, not playing QRL. And uh, unfortunately, he's lost his life. So he got injured last year, right? Yeah. And he was working yeah, his way back. Or something. And he got a train and trial with the Storm. and Yeah. yeah and you know, I feel, you know, it's one of those things that hasn't, obviously, I'm sad, but it's impacted some people I know quite a bit just because, you know, sometimes you don't realize that, you know, what some random athletes mean to you. Yeah. And you know, if you're an actual diehard Queensland Cup fan, like Michael Purcell, is a, if you're a Jets fan, like the Jets are a bad franchise. But there was a one, there was a, a small space in time where they were such a good franchise, such a good team that they were getting recognition outside of just the usual circles. You know, we're talking about them down here. We talk about the Walker brothers. You know, and they had that state championship, national state championship. They won. They were a quality football team, and Michael Purcell was a quality player for them. And yeah, it's it's sad that. To see a guy, you know, not even lose his life from his own mistakes. Essentially, you know, sometimes you hear these things. You're like, "Oh, I wonder what he's done." It's, oh, he was in a car accident on the way to training. Yeah, awful. Twenty eight. Um, mm. awful stuff. Uh, and Felice Cavuzzi's father also lost his battle with illness yesterday. So not not a good not a good day in that regard at all. It's and so he'll miss done. this week. Isn't he? he'll miss this week's game, which is yeah, obviously not important, be... but it is. I mean... Relevant. I mean, none of the games are more important for him the rest of the year. I don't of course. Think, in his of course. Mind. So I don't know. I don't know if he'd play the following week either. Maybe he does, but I mean, I don't think it matters at this point for him. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, but I oh, do something to talk stuff. about before we go. Yeah. Oh, go on. Eli Katawa going to the storm. Yeah. I, I can't wait till he's awesome because that's how this works, right? Yeah. Well, I've, I've said it before. I'm really tired of people just assuming everyone who goes there is good and everyone who leaves goes to shit. But this is one of the ones that, oh, he's going to be good there. Like, you know, they didn't save Solomon Carter's career, for example. Didn't they, they don't always save everyone's career when they go there. People do leave and play good football. And I'm not going to sit here and list 20 people. I've done this before. But uh, he does tick those boxes of, like, other teams wanted him. He has the physical makeup. has had the good games. And I don't – the worries letting Papa Lee go, I was really angry about because I just think they got it all wrong there. I don't blame them as much on this one because they've given they've given him opportunity and they've given other players opportunity and he hasn't been good. You know, it's like they actually, it's not like when Papa Lee felt really mismanaged. It's like Katoa's had games and, you know, he's been outplayed by Jack Murchie, who's not very talented and outplayed by Josh Curran. So I kind of get it from their, you know, from their perspective in this, that he wasn't going to be the player. He may be at the Storm. And it's really easy to go up the Storm again and just be on the edge and be in a good team and do what you're supposed to do. And yeah, it feels like he's just going to go there and probably be a really good footballer that they got for, you know, probably a pretty good deal. I know other teams are after him, but they, there's no doubt that, like, they probably got a better deal than other teams did. Mm-hmm. And the Tigers have signed to Asu Kapawa until the end of 2024. Good on him. Well, he's been weirdly good since the... Um... Mm-hmm. Found a home in the centres, so yeah, yeah good right. on him. Like he's all right, like you know. Oh well, yeah, his his first year career seemed almost over last year, and with um, how many mistakes he's making on the wing as well. But yeah, he's been pretty good in the centres, so he's earned that deal. All right, uh, I've had enough of this. And you got <laughs> yeah. a dog, so yeah, oh mate, were um, we ever going to stop saying that? I don't think. So. No, absolutely not. I've already called Edwin Smith a weak gutted dog like three times. I mean, but you know what, he is. So he is. You know the stomach of a he has a weak gutted dog as well, mate. That's true. Just vomiting all the time. He's sit dog. there shitting. Just sit there, him and his dog shitting themselves together. <laughs> That's, it. That's it, mate. That a it? Couple of weak gutted boys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, didn't mention <laughs> Junior in the in the South game, by the way. But he's he's the best prop in the world. Scores a try every week, and tries are the most important thing for the props, mm-hmm. as you know. They're the most important metric in rugby league. Correct. If you can't score, them, you can't win. So. <laughs> That's so, exactly. yeah. The team that scores the most tries wins the football game. So yeah. So I mean, yeah. What are we doing here? Yep. exactly all right okay we did it uh before we go sorry i will say thank you to the people on top two tiers on our patreon subscription service if you want to support us go to patreon.com forward slash an rookies you get access to our Discord server, entry into next year's culture and cup tipping competition priority question time uh merchandise discounts uh and plenty more um we've got, a, we got a, a little raiders shirt coming as well mitchell i think that looks pretty schmick we've got a couple one of them looks one of them looks terrible well that was intentionally designed to antagonize me wasn't it was. It, yeah. it must be. But there is a, a nice looking uh, snyder snider pilled one that yeah, yeah maybe I'll good. get one. Maybe you will. I won't. All right. <laughs> Um but yeah. Uh and a thank you to the people in the top two tiers on our Patreon, and they are Bronco from Birth, Chris Savanel Dave, Luke Hilton, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne, Richie, Anthony, Anger, Butzi, Cam Camberswick, Dan, Carno, Doc Hog, and anonymous backer Ed Burton, Frankie, Jace, Felix, Farnworth James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Joey, Gooch, Josh Brandon, kicks outs out of the comp, Lachlan Anko Leon, lifelong Dolphins fan, Luke Ferguson, Natty Jenkins, Matthew Duggan Michael Murray, Morgan Morgans my arms they go flip flop flip flop flip, never trendy party Cake Razor, Reese Brown, Rail Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneiderfield, Score, Seymour Butch, Shanta, Stephen Hickey. Stone Gossard, Swazi Tide TV, The Black Vegetable, The Not So Machine, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, and Was. Thank you so much for your support to everyone in Lower Tears and everyone who's listened. Thank you as well. We will be back later in the week. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. It's goodbye from me.